to Top Fives, the show of everything. Top Fives, presented by The Sex Effects. I'm Joy Prati. And I'm Sean Day. And folks, we have um, just a high-octane, yet still terrifyingly good time ahead <laughs> for you tonight. But before we get to uh, the terror, Jonathan, how are you doing, my friend? Oh, man, well into October as the, as the Halloween and the creepy vibes. I don't know why I say creepy vibes. The, <laughs> the, the, the horror-themed vibes are coming back, and um, I don't know, really excited. I always like this time of the year. It's yeah. getting a little bit colder in the mornings and chillier, and um, I, I would say California is, only has its so many seasons, but... Uh, when they come, they're always they're always, they're always really great. So, yeah, uh, yeah, just getting excited for being in October. It was like crazy windy about like maybe a, a day or two ago, like two days ago. It was like really windy, and so it's just been strange the uh, the weather just like drastically changing. Like especially for how hot it was down here in Los Angeles for the summer. So, I'm just um, excited. It's cooling down. I don't use my air conditioning as much. And, Hell yeah, uh, yeah, just enjoying. Yeah, <laughs> just enjoying wearing some. Uh, it's the sweater weather, I would say. So, wearing some cool sweaters to keep me warm. Some cool sweaters. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, having a good time, man. How you doing, Joe? I love it. I'm doing well, man. Uh, like you, I love. I also love this time of year. Brisk might be my favorite type of weather. I think. Yes. A brisk, foggy morning. That is my favorite favorite type of weather. Um, but let's see. It was uh, both Christine's and my dad's um, birthday weekends this this past weekend. So my folks came down, uh, made us a wonderful, uh, delicious dinner, uh, hung out with them all uh, Saturday, and uh, went to the uh, sardine factory for drinks after dinner. Nice. Where um, Piano Man, uh, this dude, rocks it from like seven thirty on. Um, his name's. David, and I can't think of his last name, but it's Dave something. And this dude kills it all the time. And um, like he played Brown Eyed Girl for my parents. Um, God, what did he do? Oh, for Christine, he did Billy Joel moving out. Um, nice. I asked him, I was like, hey man, can you just do any Beatles? He was like, all right, this one's off of Abbey Road. And I've had him do the medley before, which is really cool. Nice. Um, but yeah. uh, this past night, he did um, uh, Here Comes the Sun. And he did it beautifully. But they had he one of his friends was in town. This other guy, um, John or Mike, something, something like that. Um, and I guess they go way back. And so like this dude's on piano. He brings out a mic for his friend, and um, his friend starts singing. They're singing together and like, oh, harmonizing. Wow. And really, dude, it just made me stop and think about like when we play music together, and you know, got a little. <laughs> nostalgic um it made me happy and and hell yeah man yeah so that's awesome uh happy belated birthday to your your father and and um you know that that sounds really cool dude like kind of i mean i could imagine a a time like when we're older and (laughs) we just end up in a a little bar like that playing some music you know how sick what a um, sick sick existence i'm happy that you had a good time that weekend yeah um, yeah, dude, um, it's favorite time of the year. And I, I also feel like more inspired. I think we were talking about this a little offhand or off the air and just kind of, um, these kind of nights have just been a little bit more different as far as kind of gaining inspiration and 
Creativity. Um, creativity. It's really strange. It's like the turn of the tide. So, yeah, yeah. Super excited for that, too, as well. Me, too. Yeah, yeah. Me, too. <laughs> um, let's see, Shawnee. Uh, before we get to our list uh, tonight, uh, a bit of news I wanted to bring up. Uh, so, I don't know if you've heard about this. DC Comics shot Nightwing in the head. And he Whoa. survived. He survived, uh, but now I guess he's lost his memories, and they're okay. using this story point as a way <laughs> to change the character's name from what is Robin Nightwing's secret identity? It's uh, is it Jason Todd? No, 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 no Sorry, first one. Um, what do we call it? Uh, ah, like I know you know this. Yeah, I just can't think of his name. No, Grayson. Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. Dick yeah. Grayson. Right. So, um, because DC has the fucking maturity of any 13-year-old, um, they think Dick, they, he shouldn't be named Dick Grayson anymore. So they're using the story of him getting shot in the head and losing his memories. He's now going by, ready for it? Rick Grayson. R-I-C. Rick? Rick Grayson. What? I, I don't know about you, but that really fucking chaps my ass and pisses me off. It, um, yeah. I mean, if anything, look, change his name to something else. <laughs> right? Well, no. not Don't no, change not, his fucking name. He's, don't change his name. That's his character. That's his yeah. name. And, like, there are people named Dick. It's not like it's, you know, Rutherford or Na- Ezekiel that no one is actually fucking named anymore. There are people named Richard who go by Dick. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, you know. Yeah, but they why? probably got beat up and made fun of in school, but they, they are around, and if I were a dick... I'd be super pissed off because um, my name isn't Joey. It's Joseph, but I go by Joey. So I go by my nickname and first, you know, that's my identity. I don't associate. So it's like, you know, just like I don't go by Joseph. I don't go by Joe, you know, or I don't, I, yeah. like, or Giuseppe or whatever. Like, yeah, sure. Here and there, you know, you get away with calling me Joe and it feels very <laughs> natural, but most people can't. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Just as a person, I don't know. I would feel very bad for anybody named Dick, and DC Comics thinks it's lame yeah. to call Dick, so now it's Rick. <laughs> with a with, with just a C and no K, which is even more fucking infuriating. I don't know why. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you, man. Uh, yeah, I, why change the name? I, why come up with the storyline to do that? Like it's it's almost like you know. It, it, at least that storyline, there's that storyline where he forgets, you know, like that's, you know, you can go down that path, but why, why have Hopefully it they name? revert it back. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I hope. That's, that's what I'm hoping. But like, just to have the name very close to where it's at, like, that's where I, I was like, kind of weird. Like why, why it's even? It's because he know he knows his name is Richard Grayson. So he's just using RIC, the first part of Richard. Oh, okay, um, I see. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird though, right? And it's like, you know, it's it's like it pisses me off when they modernize the characters with a costume change, right? But you know, you get the right artist or team and enough fan base or enough time has passed. Like we've seen, you know, Batman was in all the characters were in their new fifty two garbs. New fifty two didn't really work out. It's been like five or six years, and they're slowly starting to revert back to the costumes that the characters wore pre New Fifty Two. The the Underwear on the outside is back. Yeah. So, you know, I, I do have hope that Dick will come back, but it's also, I, I have less hope because it's not just as surface level as a costume change. It's the character's name. 
And they're yeah. calling it a, an update. You know, they're modernizing it. And it's, it's a modern fucking name. I'm sorry. Like, it is. I'm, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like, do people even call their dicks their dicks anymore? I don't know. <laughs> Are they Johnson? <laughs> you know? I go um, a wiener. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, thoughts? I'm looking it, really dark in the screen. I'm going to turn on the light, but you share your thoughts on this no, Dick Rick course, situation. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because, uh, yeah, it's it's like uh, it Joe. Like it, it's so it's so um, interesting how like they have these stories have to come along to keep moving that character. Uh, obviously, these characters are very beloved and have a history, and uh, you know, of course. DC wants to, you know, continues to, to create stories with those specific characters, um, to continue that. So like, you know, it's, it's, for me, it's not like surprising too that they do something like that. Cause I feel like they've done, they kind of retcon certain things with, uh, they, they change the specific storylines to kind of keep, uh, reinventing and rebirthing kind of like the new, uh, these characters in some way or form and maybe kind of taking this like outlandish, you know, kind of approach to it, to the characters. So, um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, uh, it's definitely a strange feeling. And like, you, uh, as far as like him losing his memories, like I would be interested in a story like that as far as trying to retrace those steps. Maybe it's a new kind of self-discovery in a way. It could be a, di- you know, a certain journey. Um, but yeah, highly strange that they would just kind of stick with that, that name. So, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, and you, you know, I, I hate to always make the comparison, but they are the big two. Marvel embraces the things that make it a comic book. DC is embarrassed of being a comic book, which is bad because it's in a comic book business. Like, you know, their their whole things that starting with the eighties with Watchmen and Dark Knight Returns of you know DC isn't just for kids. They appeal to the lowest common denominator fan who, you know, oh it's better because it's R rated, without thinking of wait hold on. Did you come to these characters as an adult? No, you came to them as a kid, right? Yeah. As a, a kid doesn't care if the kid's name is fucking Dick Grayson or Richard. Like, he goes by Richard, he goes by Dick. doesn't fucking matter. But <laughs> it does matter when you fundamentally change. And, uh, you know, a name change like this may not be fundamental, but it is fucking fundamental. You're changing the character's name. I don't know. I'm talking in circles here. I'm going <laughs> to get off this rant. I recognize that I'm talking in circles. Um <laughs> But it really, I don't know, I have very strong reactions to this. And it, oh, it yeah, kind of yeah. hit me. Uh, I was like, what the fuck? Um, but there we yeah. go. And you're, there we you, go. you have, you're uh, definitely big on the on Batman comics and like the, the fandom as far as that and the, the back history and all the different comics series that have come out. So Yeah. And, you know, it'd be one thing if this was kind of a fucking Damian Wayne character, but this is the Robin. This yeah, is, it's very specific. Dick Grayson has been around since before Batman number one, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even know if Batman was around for a full year before Robin was introduced in 1940. Um, he's older than the Joker. Dang, right? that's nuts, dude. He's older than Catwoman. He's older than all of the villains except, I don't know, maybe Hugo Strange or something. Yeah. Um, I you know, it's it's Batman, Gordon, and Dick Grayson. They were there before Alfred, before 
fucking Joker. Um, so it's... Yeah. <laughs> this character isn't just some fucking character. This is an icon. And to just be willy-nilly about the name is, I think, Dis- careless. Uh, di- yeah, disservice to the character in a way. It is a disservice. Yeah. So, all right, my rant. I think I made a point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah. Shawnee, uh, what do you got this week in terms of either news, you watch anything fun? Um, nothing much, really. I've been watching um, American Horror Story with my roommates. So... Mm. Trying to get the the uh, the vibe of uh, Halloween time. That show's pretty pretty screwed Which up. Which season? Um, finished Coven. I've seen Coven before. It's the second season. Yeah, yeah. I just started watching the third one, which is the carnival one. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Which I don't think I have seen. So I, I haven't seen all of the the uh, seasons. I've kind of seen them all a little, little out of order, actually. So, um, but yeah, interesting. Right it's, it, I always find it interesting because that show re- has a couple of the returning cast members come back playing different characters, and I thought that was always an interesting concept. It is. I like that anthology aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. And weirdly enough, you could kind of see them still, like, existing in the same plane, I guess, or the same kind of uh, grounded in the same universe. Um, yeah. But, yeah, other than that, uh, yeah. Nothing. I can't think of any f- as far as news. Um, yeah, that's that's all I can think of right now. Right on. As far as pop culture news, but uh, I know Aquaman's coming out pretty soon. And yeah, I did you watch that like five and a half minute trailer? N- uh, I saw the latest trailer that dropped a couple weeks ago, but I don't know if what, they released a new one. Did they released a new one. I think it's that one. I I don't know. It came with like five minutes of footage. I want to say. Oh shoot! I, yeah, I think it I've looks kind it. of fucking yeah. corny, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I've have. I have my doubts about it for sure. And, yeah. Uh, but you know, we'll see how it goes, and you know, I'll I'll go out and watch it and check it out. Sure, I haven't yeah. seen Venom yet, so that's another one I kind of want to <laughs> see. I do want to get really fucked up and go watch Venom. I, I feel like it's <laughs> from everything I've read. I feel like it's that type of movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah. We'll have to see. I, we'll have to see. We will. We will. <laughs> um, let's see real quick. Checked out um, Love, Simon. Last. Oh, okay. Have you heard about that? No, no. Love, Simon. Oh, it's really good, man. Um, it's about this teenager um, in high school, and he's he knows he's gay, and he has a loving family. He just hasn't come out yet um, okay. for whatever reason. He's got a really good group of friends. Um and then someone blackmails him. Like he starts chatting with this anonymous poster. Like their town has like a board where you can post things. And this person's like, you know, you would never guess it, but I'm gay. And he reaches out and emails. He's like, me too. And then they have this anonymous correspondence. But oh, man. he's being blackmailed by this other kid who's like, you know, introduced me to that girl. And But it's the characters are very heartwarming. Um, Jennifer Garner plays his mom, who I swear to God... Uh, like probably studied. She must have visited Daily City and studied my mom because there are like just little ticks and uh, little character things where I'm just like, holy fuck, that's my mom on the screen. Um, so it's it's really sweet, really heartwarming. Um, definitely teared up a couple times. Uh, wow! So the it, first time it, Josh Dumal's acting has ever made anyone tear up. 
<laughs> was this fucking movie? So. Man, where, where can you watch it, Joe? Um, I rented it on iTunes. iTunes, iTunes. Yeah, okay. but cool. it's it's out. It's a, it's about. Um, so it's yeah. I remember Tony seeing, Hale's in it. Tony Hale's fucking hilarious in it. Yeah, I, I remember seeing the trailer, and uh, I thought it looked pretty interesting. Yeah, so, check yeah, check it out. It's 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 a good one. It's a good one. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of all my uh, my news. News. <laughs> the uh, news. Shawnee, any any last <laughs> things, or shall we get to some lists, my friend? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Play so it. you came up with. Uh, so we're doing kind of more. We're gonna do one Halloween theme list for October. Uh, last week we did movie monsters, and Shawnee, you came up with this week's list. So why don't you take it away? Yeah, Joey, what are your top five um, things you don't want to be chased by? <laughs> Pretty much, dude. When you texted me this, I was like, I love this this list so much. This is so <laughs> cool. Um, I've been really excited to get to this. Um, <laughs> all right, and I. I took pains not to um, include any monsters from last week. Last week, So yes. I'm trying not, I'm trying to, you know, never mind. I, I had an analogy, but I don't even want to, never mind. Um, <laughs> all right. Number five, I'm going to go uh, Reagan from The Exorcist. Oh, um, dude. Growing up Catholic, believing in the devil, and then seeing this movie in fourth grade fucked me up. Like hard um, to the point where at night if it, or early in the morning and it's dark out and I'm in bed and I just close my eyes and I think of her laying next to me. I f- fucking freak out. Dude. Oh, man. That's so weird. Um, so, yeah, I don't want this thing chasing me or throwing up on me or <laughs> stabbing me with a crucifix. Any of it. I don't yeah. I don't need any of it. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> number four. I would not want to be chased by the T-1000 from Terminator 2 Judgment Day. (laughs) Um, This guy does not quit. Like, this is a very scary, like, you know, and and very much so Arnold Schwarzenegger from the first Terminator. But, like, I feel like the T-1000 is even scarier because he's leaner and more agile and can run. And can shapeshift and do all these sorts of things. Yeah. So, (laughs) T-1000. T-1000. Number three, Velociraptor, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Fuck that, because they can communicate. Um, <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> Clever girl. Um, no, thank you. Like, you know, a T-Rex you could see coming from a mile away. You're, you know, I could think, okay, I just need to hide in like a little nook. And he, he can blow on me with his nose, but he can't fucking get me. Um, a raptor, though, is roughly my size, or at least in the movies. They're more like chickens in real life, but this isn't real life. This is fucking movie talk. Um, and, you know, they're, they're just a lot more... They can move. They can bend. They can crouch. They can swipe. They can kick. They can jump. Uh, no, and thank you. Claws, man. Those they little got claws. Those fucking claws, dude. <laughs> um, when he when he whips out the claw and like to the, the kid who's being one? disrespectful, <laughs> <laughs> he'll attack you here and here across the belly. <laughs> so Spilling your intestines your fall out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, damn, that kid must have had nightmares that night. <laughs> yeah. But when he's describing how one comes from over there and there and then you know, and how they just it's, zero in on someone, it's it disturbing. I, 
I hate to like not backtrack, but like just go to the film Jurassic Park. But it's yeah, uh, yeah. it's such a great scene because like there's that foreshadowing where he's describing that, and then once they see that these breeded um, Velociraptors are actually you know he sees he like uh, they actually witness that whole hunting process, and they're like, oh my god, they do hunt in you know in, in pairs. And yeah. Do all these things like they it, it was stuff that they were considering science and and you know studying of history and not anymore. <laughs> so yeah, fucking they do move in herds. <laughs> um. All right, number two, the xenomorph from Alien. Um, Damn, okay. that guy is like the raptor but he's got more of a human, more of a thinking kind of brain. You know, you do, you look at that thing as not just a creature. It's, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. got more human-like features, and it's gooey, and um, <laughs> it's fast. Uh, it can survive all kinds of, sh- you know, shit that Sigourney Weaver throws at it. So, no thank you. <laughs> no um, thank you. No thank you. And then number one... The shark from Jaws. I, I have an irrational fear because I'm never in the water and I'm still, the still gets number one at the top of my list, man. Because <laughs> even on land, I don't feel safe from the shark from Jaws. Um, <laughs> there you go. That's my, that's go. my Jaws. top five things I don't want to be chased by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I always have this kind of fear too, where like you're on a, like, if you're out in the ocean, or even if you have a chance to go out in the ocean or if you're on a boat too, <laughs> there's that, that weird feeling boat. like, Oh, there's probably like a shark somewhere around here. I don't know. <laughs> and great God, white sharks are nothing to mess with for sure. No way. No, no way. way. <laughs> Shawnee, let me ask you, my friend, what are your yeah. top five things you don't want to be chased by? Oh man, I, I have actually funny enough two dinosaurs on there. Um, you mentioned Ooh. both of them, T Rex nice. at number five, and I had Velociraptor at number. I had it a little bit higher. I think number three. Oh so, hey, we have the same place. Yeah, T Rex and Velociraptor. Very nice. So um, in between those, I've got. Uh, Let's see. I've kind of moved a th- couple things around, but um, I've got Freddy Krueger, and I know Ooh. he haunts you in your dreams, and he's probably one of the most recognized like horror like monsters or characters. But for some reason, I always that character design and just how he looks with his like you know burnt face or like fucked up face, and those like the uh, the claws that he has, the little scythe uh, claws. Little yeah. Knife. And when he 90s. runs him along like a wall or a chalkboard, oh. yeah. And it's the and it's the whole thing of like entering your dreams and your nightmares and like you're creating nightmares. It, it was like this weird psychological thing about it too, that still kind of bugs me. And it's kind of a double double where it's like he can he'll be chasing you in your dreams or he can like I always feel like the character can manifest and chase you in real life sometimes. So um, yeah, so Freddy Krueger for number, number four. I like it. Um, I have for number, hmm, um, I've got number three, oh, sorry, number two, I've got, um, I'm switching these around, oh my God, 
You know, I'm going to switch. No, nah, no. Nah. Okay, number two, I've got, um, I don't know what they're called. They're just these the aliens that are from the movie A Quiet Place. Ooh, okay. Um, the whole concept of the movie is the, the it's about these uh, this family, and I think the movie alludes to like multiple survivors or multiple families being out there. But it's, a, it's where this alien race took over um, Earth, and they're... They're, they have high sense of like um, hearing, but they that's how they that's how they can um, map out and find their prey and find their people, which is the humans in the story. And so like this whole movie is pretty much that's the that's the alien or that's the creature that's chasing you. And the whole thing is you can't make any sounds. You have to be dead quiet. You can't make anything. If we were doing this podcast right now, we would both be dead, man. So, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it, it just that kind of concept. And, you know, I mean, it's it, for me, it's so hard not to go without making the sound as a musician and, and, and whatnot. And, and um, yeah, it's, it's a basic thing that, you know, uh, that humans have. And it's just, it, it'd be, it's crazy. Like one, movement or one kind of uh, vibration will set them off and they'll be chasing you until your very death. So yeah, the that's, alien. That's crazy. Yeah. Aliens. Shawnee. Quiet place. Don't, is this, is the fact that aliens, is that like a reveal in the movie? Not really. Not really. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. You, I mean, you, uh, kind of I, like if, if you, if you watch the trailer, it kind of alludes to like it's like a. Oh, do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I haven't watched the trailer or anything. I just I know. I'm about oh, to I'm so sorry, dude. I spoiled. No, I did a little spoil hey, nugget in there for good. you. It's all good. You know what? It's not about the spoilers. It's about the movie. The movie itself, guys. Which what? I don't know, but it sounds good. It sounds <laughs> real good. Um, but yeah, that, that I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Um, so quiet place, and then I have for number one. I have still a huge fear for spiders and what is even scarier from a little spider than a gigantic spider (laughs) chasing you (laughs) and they all come in different forms and shapes and sizes. So just let your imagination go and think of the worst spider you could think of (laughs) chasing you and uh, there's webs and like I can picture myself being woven into a human webbed cocoon and <laughs> all sorts of bad <laughs> shit I can think of with that. So, yeah, and yeah, that ties to some way. I, I know we had a uh, podcast about our fears, I believe, an episode about our kind of greatest fears. I think that's an early one too, from from back in the day. <laughs> but it um, is, yeah, yeah. Like that's one of my greatest fears. Um, not just small. I mean, spiders can be very deadly no matter what size they are. Um, yeah. But it's just the thought of that, the creepy crawlers in the night. Is there a specific cinematic spider that comes to mind for you? Oh, man. Uh, oh, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I got the Wild Wild West <laughs> tarantula yes. thing in my, in my yes. head. Because that thing is kind of scary if that thing was chasing you. and I mean, you, you have to have a pretty fast car to get out of there if you want, or a horse during that time but uh i don't know i i always think of like black widows and and like tarantulas i guess i, I don't know what specific movie it would be from um yeah. 
I know those like uh, movies that, that that pop up to me is like the eight. Oh, was it eight? Uh, eight legged freaks. Eight legged freaks, like that kind of thing. That they were more like mid sized, I guess, or they weren't as gigantic as I'm picturing it I, in my yeah. mind. Um, Let's see. When we did the London Harry Potter tour, um, you go through oh, like yeah. a cave area, and giant fucking spiders like come down at you in the cave. Um, oh man! But I don't know, because I I still I don't know Harry Potter lore like at all. It's um, it's um. There's many creatures within the Harry Potter like universe, and there's a species of spiders that have lived pretty much in the castle for like that's what's great about the a lot of the creatures have been there from when the castle was created and how long like Hogwarts the school has been there. So it um I'll leave you at that as far as like yeah these spiders might have like kind of uh, a life of their own, but also might either be deadly to some people, but also maybe prote- you know, are protectors of like a certain part of the forest or the school or whatever. Um, right on. So, yeah, but I, I always think of spiders as freaking <laughs> scary, like hairy little things. And I fucking hate them. Yeah, dude. Fucking hate them. So yeah, that is, that is my list. And, it's a wonderful list. I'm at, okay, can you imagine all five of your uh, creatures or aliens or whatever they are chasing you at all at the same time? Just, I'll leave you guys with that thought. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh Shawnee. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Well, right on. Um, next week, we will have another spooktacular list. Um, but until then, we're going to continue on. And this might be our last Beatles uh, oh, weekly, yeah, cool. weekly Beatles installment. Um so we counted down our top five favorite tracks from each of their records, starting with Please Please Me all the way through um, Let It Be on to, I think we did some anthology, we did uh, Love, we did, um, I don't know, we did others. And then yeah. we went to their uh, the Beatles songs written by, and then we did individual top five McCartney songs. Um, Ringo, Harrison, Lennon, and tonight we're doing the Mac Daddy of... of Beatles collaborations. We are counting down our top five songs penned by Lennon and McCartney. Um, there we go. Shawnee, what are your top five favorite Lennon McCartney Beatles songs? Man, another tough one because there are so many good songs uh, written and even sung by both of them. Um, yeah. yeah, I had to look this one up a little bit and it, it took me a while to kind of I don't know what the order would be because I mean they're all, all the songs on the on the list I have are are really really amazing songs and uh, that just shows the collaboration between the two of them as far as what songs came out of that and what kind of uh, singles really popped out and I think you know some of them are, are one of I think most recognizable Beatles songs that really kind of solidified their careers um, so I have man uh, I saw her standing there. Off of uh, Please Please Me. Nice. Uh, again, another... Uh, I'm trying... Um, see, I was thinking... We were talking about the order of how they were credited. Um, I'm trying to remember... I think this one's a Paul. Like Paul mostly credited Paul. to Lennon, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's again, an- another great song off that record. Um, I... The... I don't know. It, 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 yeah, it definitely, definitely deserves to be up there as far as like just one of yeah. those recognized songs for, for both of them. And, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I love it. I love it. It's a good song. Hell yeah. <laughs> Listen to it, guys. <laughs> but, I love um, it too. Yeah, so I got, uh, I saw her standing there. Please, please me. And I have oh, a struggle, dude. I'm like re piecing these together. Okay, so I've got, for number four, I've got, uh, whew, man, this is hard. Love Me Do. Ooh, yeah. Uh, no, you know what? We can work nope. it out. Nope. We can work it we out can... as four. Oh, that is a good fucking song. We can work it out. Try to see uh, it my, my way. way. Yeah, and it's got it's got this kind of it just starts kind of right away and um I don't know, it's great. Uh the vocals on it as far as just the arrangement and there's the uh, great harmony part in the um where the it, but right before that waltz section Life is very short. It's just the both of them it's harmonizing. And, yeah. Yeah. And then it has that like playful waltz to it. So it, it's great. Yeah. It's def, it definitely, uh, put, I felt like one of the songs that pushed like the Beatles songwriting and arrangement and, you know, their songs are trying to kind of evolve into these different sections and stuff. So, nice. um, yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, we can work it out. Which I think that was on. It was a single. I think it was right? just a single, yeah. And, and it then, might be on a Magical Mystery Tour. I think. Yeah, I think so. Or Pat, yeah. like I, I was reading it might be on some of those Past Masters. Oh, okay, uh, definitely, well. yeah. Um, but that's kind of cool. As a single, it definitely stands out. You know, it's, it's definitely yeah. worthy of, of of single worthy. So um, for number four, then I got number three, Love Me Do. Again, another, another good uh, kind of duo harmony. Um, you know, you can definitely hear the two voices of uh, of Lennon and, and McCartney. And as far as the harmonies happening in that song, it's it's great. And again, it's very playful, and um, it's got like a not like a bluesy kind of. I don't know. I don't know. It has a little more grit and attitude towards it, as far as yeah. But it still has you know love. Kind of love centric song, so uh, love me do. Love me do is great, and it's got here. the uh, harmonica and everything. Yes, the harmonicas. Um, let's see here. Uh, okay, so I got number two. Ticket to ride. Ooh, I didn't realize this was both of them. Nice, nice. She's got a ticket to ride. I. Th- oh, man. I'm trying to think uh, who I you know I should have wrote. I think it's the, I think Lennon's the main singer of it. Yeah. Um, I I, uh, I should have wrote those down because like that was the tough part about this list was there was the crediting happening and then sometimes they both sang on the songs and or there was a, pro, a prominent singer in the songs but it, it was written by the other. It, it's it's so crazy how it, like how that whole thing worked with them and we, uh, Joey and I were talking off air like it was interesting you know because we were reading a little bit about like Beatles history throughout this whole experience and staying up on our Beatles history. And, um, you know, like the Lennon and McCartney, when they first started, like, uh, split their, like their credits as far as they almost on a, on a handshake deal or just by like verbally yeah. just like, yeah, let's just, let's just They're do like that. 15 or something. We're just like, yeah, well, we'll credit everything. Lennon McCartney. Yeah. Just that's dope. Super dope, man. So, um, yeah. So I've got stupid, but dope. <laughs> yeah, stupid 
Uh, I, I think, yeah, I think there was some, probably some issues with that later on. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I have that as my number two and man, it's become one of my favorite songs and such a, a very grand kind of grand composition. And it has so many different dynamics and emotions happening in the song. A day in the life, uh, for number one. Hell yes. Off of, uh, Sergeant Pepper's. One of my top favorite Beatles uh, records, and and um, one of the greatest songs to ever end an uh, end a record, you know. Dude, I know how how freaking like how it's just so uh, there's so much tension. There's like just so much going on in the song, and th- and that's what's great. It's like there's this these moments of chaos and just uneasiness and tension, and then it just gets resolved on these these sections where it's just the fun you know, kind of jam, you know, and I just think that that type of writing and arrangement, um, especially for being a, a Paul and, and Lennon centric type of song, um, it really did push the boundaries of like how they, how they evolved with their writing and like, you know, moving forward as the Beatles, like that, that was definitely a song that uh, truly kind of, it, it really showcased like how far they've gotten as far as writers, I guess. Um, is what I'm trying to say, and and, and recording also, artists for sure, and recording artists, but also still pushing the boundaries of what they can create and and pass off as 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 a a piece of uh, of uh, musical content. So, um, yeah, dude, a day in the life. I, there's that yeah. the, and the string section. And I mean, it's it's just a wild song, and still one of my favorite ones. So those are my top five for for Beatles, uh, Paul and Lennon. Uh, surrounding those two uh, amazing writers. So, well, Joe, Shani, what do you? We your... share number one. Oh hell yeah! Of we course. share. <laughs> I mean, honestly, so this was one last week when I was like, uh, uh, you know, do I count this as a Lennon song or not? Because I mean, it's mostly written by Lennon, but then Paul gives, he, you know, it was credited to the middle. Um, I love to turn you on, and the uh, woke up, fell out of bed, dragged a comb across. Yeah. The... <gasps> Um, all that, you know, and it's just, and really one of the very last times they would write together. Um, and you know, so I found a website and I'm kind of doing my list by, um, just songs that were composed by both of them or is credited to both of them. Um, cause usually you can discern, oh, that's Lennon, that's McCartney, but this is, you know, um, and there weren't as many as I thought there were going to be. Um, yeah, you know, they, but, they helped each other with their songs, but I thought they wrote a lot more songs actually together. Um, so that was interesting. But for me, I've got number five off of Rubber Soul, The Word. I love oh, this song. Yeah, um, I love the word. Yeah. Say the word and you'll be free. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's, I don't know, it's so fine. It's sunshine. That's sunshine. You know, it's, <laughs> it's so good. Anytime the Beatles sing about the sun, it's gonna be good. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be really good. good. It's gonna be glorious. Um, good day, sunshine. Here comes the sun. Oh, Here comes the sun king. I mean, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the word is is phenomenal. Uh, number four, really, the last song they'd collaborate on is uh, "I've Got a Feeling." Uh, yeah, off of "Let It Be." Let it be. Um, you've got. McCartney doing this crazy, like, screaming thing. I've got a feeling. And everyone's like, what is he talking about? And then here comes in. Everybody had a good time. 
everybody had a wet dream. And you're just like, these motherfuckers <laughs> are on like different planets, but yet it comes <laughs> together so perfectly. It, it It is, it's a good song. It's like, it's a good song, good collaboration, good writing, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, that's awesome. But man. they couldn't be coming from two polar opposite places, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is really interesting. It's it, that song is dynamically just super interesting. Um, Number three, also of uh, Rubber Soul, Wait. Um, uh. You know, it's a Lennon kind of centric song up until this really great part. Is like, um, how's it? I forget. The song kind of just slows down, and then you get McCartney just with this thumping bass line. Um, I like to know. But it's so, wait till I come back to your side. Um, it's been a long time. Uh, so yeah, it's really good. It's a really, really good song. Um, Rubber Soul is, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. It's, it's so good. Um, number two, She Loves You. Oh um, my God, yeah. That's a good song too, man. There's so many good this, ones. <laughs> this song, I think you could throw on the radio today and it would be a hit. It sounds as fresh now as it did back in what, 62, 63? You know, just the, she loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, that is a song I want to play live. I want to see it live. I want to, like, just jump up and down when I listen to it. Uh, it's got so much great, just youthful energy to it. And, um, you know, it's a great, you know, typical love song, but it's like one of the, I don't know. It's great. It's amazing. And then of course we share a day in the life. Um, it's one of the most awe inspiring fucking recordings Yeah, of all of the Beatles, but also of all time. It's so good. <laughs> so, um, there you I'll have it, ladies dude. and gents, our dear, dear imaginary audience. Top five Lennon McCartney songs. Um, I love that. Dude. I don't know. I love it too, man. I don't <laughs> know what we're gonna do. I want to keep talking Beatles every. Episode. I know Beatles are always um, fun, man. We'll we'll yeah. figure out we'll figure out another list, a weekly list. I do like doing the weekly list though because it's great. It gives us yeah. a little something extra to talk about and a little consistency consistency across the board as far as uh, if you guys want to follow some other kind of uh, discussions. So should um, we should we keep it to music? I'm down and like with that, dude. albums. Yeah. Who yeah. should we, who should we here? Let's each come up with like a band okay. and then we'll, we'll put it to an Instagram poll. We'll let the audience choose. Ah, yes. Let the audience decide. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going to come up with, Oh yeah. Shawnee, you go first. I'm going to go with, oh man. <laughs> oh shit. That's so hard, dude. Ah, uh, um, Man, I could say mm, <laughs> it's so hard, dude. I'm trying to think of like bands with really good discographies, or like at least same, yeah, good amount. I don't know, we could do Blink. I know Blink could do Blink. Arctic Monkeys have always been really fun for us. Yeah. Um, dude, we used to be super into Green Day. Yeah, I haven't listened to their latest couple records. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> I love Green Day, though. They're great, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I might have to think on this one. All right. Definitely. Yeah. All right. We'll think um, of something. That we will. That we will. That we will. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going. I'm tossing between the Clash Ooh. and Nirvana. Yeah, those are actually two really good choices too, man. <laughs> and they're they're le- legends as far as uh, music is concerned. But you know what also yeah. is nice is they don't have huge discographies. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Where the Beatles, we you know, it was, it was what twenty weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but only so, so many years in between them in between yeah. each uh, album, which is amazing, right? Sometimes not even a year. Yeah. Um, craziness. Craziness. Um, we'll, so we will look out for that Instagram poll, imaginary audience. Um, Shawnee, do you have yes. anything you'd like to share with our imaginary audience this week, my dear friend? Um, man, nothing much really, dude. I'm just, uh, just excited for Halloween coming up. And um, I guess I want to take this opportunity to thank... Uh, anyone who listens to the show and uh, anyone who is following us on our social media outlets and whatnot. And uh, we say this every week, do comment on our posts and <laughs> maybe uh, even suggest, um, you know, a top five for us to cover on the, on the podcast. And maybe, Brilliant. maybe some records you guys would like to talk about too. I'm always down. <laughs> yeah. Be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Like Joe, it. what do you, what do you have to share this week, man? Um, I'm going to share, in keeping with the spooky theme, um, the wife and I binged. We didn't do any. We didn't leave the house once Sunday. We oh, started man. around 8.30 and finished around 5.30. Uh, the Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Um, I think it's a really good series. I think it falls apart disastrously in the in the last episode, if not a couple episodes. It could have been... It's 10 episodes long. It could have easily been six or seven. Um, Interesting, okay. The last few episodes, kind of like, you've made your point. Fucking get on with it. Um, and it started to feel a little like the first American Horror Story, um, Murder House, um, okay. where it just kind of devolved into almost camp. Like, you know, I feel like these series have a lot of great idea and they start out, you know, just burning rubber out right out the gate. And then yeah. they don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, and, by the end um, of the series, yeah. And I kind of feel like that's where this wound up. But having said that, I still think it's worth a watch and it's worth your time. Um, so check it out. The Haunting cool, of Hill House. My, yeah. I was uh, saying to Joey, my roommate actually recommended the show to me. So I think it's a sign that I might have to check this one out since it's been recommended already twice to me. Hell yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Very similar to uh, to Murder House, but I, I think I like this better. Okay, cool. Yeah. So there you cool. go. Check um, it out. Sh- You're freezing, my friend. You're f- there you are. There you are. Yeah. So we lost um, video. No. I do have uh, one question for you. Where can we find more of your work on the internet this week? Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Sean Day Music and also my website, web, website, uh, SeanDayMusic.net. Dot um, net. Dot net. Uh, <laughs> Joe, where can we find your work? Uh, well, I am off Instagram. I'm taking a break because uh, fucking Apple's screen time scared the bejesus out of me and I'm disgusted. <laughs> with myself, but I'm not unhappy about that. Um, so I'm taking a break from Instagram, but normally you'd be able to find me at Joey Prodi, but it is private and I'm not adding anyone right now because I'm not logged in. 
Um, <laughs> but you can check out my very public website, joeypartyscripts.com. You can check out the show at Top5Pod. That's T-O-P-F-I-V-E-5-P-O-D on Instagram, on Twitter, at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook at Top5Podcast. And please search for us on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and on Google Play. So um, we're everywhere, and you can't get rid of us. We're like a really bad case of VD. Anyway, um, I do hope that you guys follow, listen, comment, um, you know, and I hope you have a good time with it. Um, <laughs> it's been a good. It's been a good week, man. It's it has been one thirteen. 13. 13. It's very appropriate that 13 would happen in October. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, Shawnee, <laughs> until episode 114, I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. Thanks, Thanks for No.